assure you that the worship music will be loud enough that you can't hear your neighbor praying. <laughs> so I ask you to lift up your voice. Remember, as you speak forth prayer, your ears hear your prayer and hear your faith being released. So what happens? This continual thing of hearing and hearing the word of God, because a lot of us pray scripture. Amen. We release that by faith. So it's a continual thing. And it reminds us in Acts, I think it's 424, it says that they all lifted up their voices together in one accord. That was the first prayer meeting in the upper room. Amen. And they did it together. And then we're going to, at the end of that 25 minutes personal prayer time, now I just, I, I encourage you, down here you're going to have lots of resources this week. There's a prayer for first uh, book down here which tells you all the seven prayers demonstrated in the Bible, which I would encourage you to practice using those different types of prayers. Uh, it kind of shakes things up. Your prayer can't get boring. It, it doesn't always stay repetitious if you insert a different type of prayer. And I understand you're learning, but that's okay. Now, there may be some of you that go, I don't want a book. I want something digital. This little QR code's for you. Just snap on it. I have Pray First on my phone. I like it because there's a place for notes. So I get to make a list about my family, about my husband, about my job. And I've got these things that I continually pray. And then when it occurs, I just erase it off and put something else on my list. See, so it's an updated list and it's always with me, always. So it makes praying continually a little easier when I stay on point. Um, there's also prayers for God's promises. This is a list of people that you are believing God for their salvation through these 21 days and maybe throughout the year. This is just something I carry around in my Bible. Um, I still got, uh, it was exciting. I looked on my list on Sunday and out of the six people I have listed, two have began showing signs of coming to church, like one foot in. I'm like, oh yeah, I see you, I see you working, God. And then we also have a national prayer list for our leaders. And this just reminds you of what you're praying for nationally, statewide. We've inserted some names for you. If you haven't done the research, we've done it for you. But then it gets down to your local um, administration. You need to know that. Where you live, that's your responsibility. I'm not going to print And then when, after our 25 minutes of prayer, when we do that, we're going to pray, we're going to begin to play a worship song again. And that's kind of like your call in. So wherever you are, you want to make it back to the sanctuary. When you hear that music playing where you're going to hear an actual worship song and not just um, an instrumental, you're going to make your way back into the sanctuary where you and I are going to pray corporately one with another. And that doesn't mean that we're going to pray. It's not the prayer of agreement. It's a corporate prayer. And it means that we're going to lead you in the way that the corporate prayer should go. But we're going to ask that you pray about that situation the way you feel led. We're pretty much going to have an upper room experience where we all unite ourselves in one accord, praying about the same thing, but different ways from the heart of each believer. Okay, and by the end of it, you're going to have already prayed one hour. 
And by all means, you see all these prayer requests up here. These are just, um, I think, over the last month. Every first Saturday of the month, we pray over these. And then the ones that have been answered or that had a time frame, we discard. And then we pick up new ones in the next month. But in your 25 minutes of prayer, personal prayer time, when you get to the time that it's time to pray for others, then we ask that you come down and dig some of these out and then just consider. And, and I'll remind you of this. My dad used to say this, would someone want you praying for them? Like, they, would you want someone praying for you like you pray for them? So if you're just going to look at that and say, oh, Lord, I just asked you to remove her cold in the name of Jesus, amen. Would you want someone praying if you were in the battle for your life like that? Right? That's the question we ask ourselves. So, so give and pour out of yourself like you would expect someone and you would want someone to use their faith in your stead. Amen? Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get our night started. And we're going to start with offering up praise and thanksgiving to our Lord. Amen.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we give you praise. Now it's time for our devotional. For those of you that might have come in a little late, we take 10 minutes right here. You can be seated. And we just share the word because word increases our faith level. Amen. It says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So it's good for us to hear and reflect on the word. So tonight, I give us a prayer focus out of the book of Joel. And I start in the first chapter in the 14th verse. And it says, announce a time of fasting. Call the people together for a solemn meeting. Bring the leaders and all the people of the land into the temple of the Lord your God and cry out to him there. That's what you and I are doing tonight. We set our focus tonight that we've come into the temple, the house of the God, to cry out to him. In the second chapter, Joel tells the story of when God before, literally, their nation was in trouble. And here's what it says in the second chapter, the 12th verse. It says, this is why the Lord says, turn to me now while there is time. Give me your hearts. Come with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Don't tear your clothes in grief, but tear your hearts instead. Return to the Lord your God, for he is merciful and compassionate. He's slow to angry. He's slow to get angry and filled with an unfailing love. He's eager to relent and not punish. See, Israel, their nation was a mess and they needed God to help. They wanted to tear their clothes out of this repentance place. But he, Joel's like, no, no, no. God wants you to rend your hearts. He wants you to tear your hearts. He wants you to give your heart to God and let God take out the bad things and replace it with good, right? So tonight, you and I, that's our focus. And then he says in the 28th verse of the same chapter, it says, then after doing all those things, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions. That was about their time and day and a proclaiming that when the Holy Spirit would come and come to you and I. But he continues on to Joel, the third chapter in the 13th verse. And he says, swing the sickle. For the harvest is ripe. Come tread the grapes, for the wine press is full. The storage vats are overflowing with the wickedness of these people. Thousands upon thousands are waiting in the valley of decision. There the day of the Lord will soon arrive. I read through all of these scriptures tonight to tell us these three things in our prayer point tonight. And here's what they are. The first thing that we're to be praying tonight is that I need you, God. I need to return to you. I need you to dig deep inside of my heart and find out if there's anything inside of me. Show me things that you're not pleased with. Show me things that you want to remove from my life and replace with your goodness. Replace with your mercy. For you're not angry with us but you're waiting on us just to give it to you so that you can receive it and make us new. So let's return back to what he is. See, God didn't care that our clothes are rent. He doesn't care what we appear like to men and women in this time tonight. You can lay on the floor and cry and weep and still not be surrendering what's in our hearts. God says, I want what's here. Will you let me in? Number two, we're declaring our dependence on him. Oh God, pour out your spirit. Put the fire of the Holy Spirit back in our hearts again. Revive that which was once there. Blow upon the embers of our fires that we can light our fire once again and catch those on fire around us. Right? Holy Spirit, fill us again. Fill us again. And number three, we pray for the lost. And we know that the time we have on this earth is short. 
for God's return is at hand. And that if we'll just put the sickle in, the people are ready. But God, show us. Show us the lost. Let us see them. See, we go to the grocery store and we walk right past the drowning. They're in a sea. And they're lost and they're tossed to and fro. Do we continue on our way or are we about God's way? Do we make time for what matters to him? Church, you and I know today more than we've ever known that time is short. And we can read the season. We can hear the birth pains of what's about to come. And if we truly arrest our hearts and we're filled with the spirit of God and his passion and his purpose, then how can we walk by the drowning? How can we not reach out and try to rescue that which is lost? Tonight I ask us, you know, Joel challenged Israel. He was challenging them. Tonight, I challenge us. Will we give up the things that maybe we've been dabbling with? A little bit of unrighteousness. It's not that bad. Let's give it up to the Lord tonight. Let's truly become at a place where he has access to our full heart and not just a part. And once we do that, ask him to fill us again with his spirit, that we would be sensitive again to that still small voice. All that we can be led and to walk the way he wants us to walk in his will, not our own, but his will. And to reach out and put the sickle in when he says time. For the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So tonight, that's our prayer focus. Let us pray. Sing it again. 
Christ is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand, and everything around me is shaking. I've never been more glad that I put my faith in Jesus, because he's
fail. Hallelujah. He won't fail us, church. Amen. Give him praise. Give him praise. Just begin as we begin corporately, begin to lift up his name. Begin to declare who he is. Father, you are Jehovah Jireh. In your own words, just begin to lift up what he's been to you. I remember in the rock when I cry out, he's been my provider. For he provides all things in the name of Jesus. He is Jehovah Shalom. The peace that surpasses all understanding of man. For when the storm is raging around, I have a peace that is found in who he is. I thank you, Lord, that you are Jehovah Rohi, my great and mighty shepherd. Father, that you lead me by the still waters and you cause me to lay down in green pastures. Father, a place of plenty, a place of blessing, a place of rest that is well-deserved and needed for my body, for my mind, for my spirit. I thank you, Lord, that you don't lead me on a slippery slope, but you lead me by the quiet places where I can trust and rest in you. I thank you, Lord, that you are Jehovah Makedesh, my sanctification. That still small voice that says, child, turn your eyes. Don't look that way. Don't listen to those words. For I am sanctifying you. And calling you to a higher place to come commune with me. For be ye holy as I am holy. Oh, Father, for you are Jehovah Rapha, the healer. The healer of my physical man. The healer of my emotions. Father, for you are close to the brokenhearted. Father, those that have been broken, Father, you are close to us. Father, you see the hurt. You acknowledge the hurt. But, Father, you mend that broken place. God, I thank you that you are the healer. Father, I thank you. You take financial ruin away and you make it whole. Oh, Father, we need you. As our first point tonight, we're grateful the cross and we're grateful for who he is. But just begin to declare how that you need him. Just we need you, God, and in what place you need him. Father, we as a church, we need you. Father, we need you in our family. We need you in our location. And right here, right now, Father, for this 21 days of prayer, we need you. We need you in the midst of our family. We need you in the midst of the day when we're being tempted by food. Father, we need you when we're exhausted and we don't want to come at night. We need you, God, to help us push through, to stay the course, Father, that true breakthrough could arrive. Father, that we would not be the same in 2024. Father, for we need a new level of who you are. Father, for we're dependent upon you. Begin to ask him just to revive your heart. Begin to revive your spirit. Rekindle the flame that's within you. Father, for we need you at a greater level. Father, for we don't want to do this life alone. But Father, we want to do it with you. By the hand of your spirit. With the spirit of the Lord. Father, that you would revive us. Father, that revival would begin within us. Father, within our own personal relationship with you. Father, draw us back to the truth of your word. Draw us back to the place of communion. Draw us back to where we first fell in love with you. God, that we could desire and purpose our life to be done after the things that you would have us to do. Father, remove our idols. Father, we destroy them. We turn away from the things of this world. Father, we turn our focus towards you. Father, anything that means more in our lives than you, Father, we just give it to you. We place it at the feet of Jesus tonight. We place it here, Father, not to come back and pick it up but to leave it at your feet and say, no, that's not what we serve. We serve you, Father, for we need you at a greater level. Father, that we're not dependent on the things of this world. We're not dependent upon our job. We're not dependent upon family matters, but Father, we're dependent upon you. For it's through you all of our family goes through. For it's through you that our job we work. Father, for it's through you that we serve in our church. Father, we look to do nothing independent of you. God, we need you at a greater level. Holy Spirit, lead and guide us. Father, we covet the gifts as a church. We covet the spiritual gifts. We just begin to cry out and begin to ask God for the nine gifts of the Spirit to begin to show them to you, to begin to reveal them, to begin to work all nine in your life. 
It says that, God, you would distribute the gifts as you will. Father, when you need me, I am available. When you need me with the gift of healing, for I am available. God, when you need me for the gift of wisdom, Father, for I am here. Father, whatever you need in our church, Father, we would begin to use the nine gifts outside of our church, outside of this house. But, Father, we would use them for supernatural households. Supernatural households. God, that you would begin to reveal the supernatural things to us in our marriages. Father, for you know how our spouse is made. For you see their design. But Father, if I rely upon you for wisdom, for guidance, for a word of interpretation about what my spouse is going through, Father, supernatural deposit can come. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you would give us the discerning of spirits in our homes. God, that we would discern what spirits our children are hanging around with. What spirit of education is being poured into their hearts and their minds. Father, that we would use the spirit for much greater things. God, I thank you that you would deposit the gift of faith in each and every one of us when you need it. God, a piece of your faith. Father, not of something that we could work for, not of something that we could earn, but a piece of God's faith in order to accomplish that which you've asked us to do. Father, a piece of your wisdom, a piece of your knowledge, God, that would be dropped into our spirit and used for that moment. God, to change someone's life, to draw them to the cross, to show them that God is real when their mail is read by God Almighty. Father, help us to be the vessel, the pipe in which you move through. Oh, Father, we pray for the souls. We pray for souls. Father, we pray for the sinner. Father, we call them. We call them back home. Father, we pray for the people in our local area that have come to this church, that they have fallen away. We call for them. Maybe there's a spirit of offense. Father, we just pray right now that you would come and mend that broken place, that you would mend that spirit of offense. Father, that we call them home from the north, the south, the east, and the west to come back home to Christ. Come back home, ye sinner. Just begin to lift up people you know that have drifted away. Their names. Begin to name them right before the Lord. Begin to call them out corporately. God, that we would begin to call them forth right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you children that were raised in this church that have gone astray. Father, they would come back. Father, I thank you children and young adults that are struggling with their identities. Father, if they've been raised in the house of God and they know what the word of God says. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you would bring them back to the place. Bring them back to the place of God where he writes their identity once again. Rewrite their story, God. Rewrite the plan for their life, God. That they would be found, God, and not lost. Bring them back home, God, for your glory. For your glory. Father, we set our eyes upon you. We set our eyes upon you and we say thank you, God, for that which you've done. Father, we thank you that you would remove the blinders from those that need sight. Father, according to Romans 8.15, we pray that the lost would have relationship with God our Father, that their spirit would cry out for him. Father, that they would be led. God, that you would draw them to yourself. It says, pray that God would draw them. Father, we just thank you that you're drawing the sinner. Father, we pray that believers would come across their path in their jobs, in their schools, in the supermarkets. God, even the post office. Father, online. They would come across their path and begin to minister the gospel to them. Father, and begin to mend that broken place. Father, that they would sow, that some would water. And Father, that when it's time to reap, that you would speak the reaping to us. That we would know their heart was ready for harvest. Father, that we would do more good than we would do damage. Father, help us, God, to have the heart, the heart of the Savior for the world. Lord, release the spirit of wisdom and revelation upon them, God, that they might know you better. God, that they could become more like Christ. Father, I pray that you release your church. Father, that you would revelate yourself to us with wisdom and knowledge. Father, that we too would become more Christ-like in these last days. Father, that we would not be like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. But God, we would be like you. Help us to love like you. Help us to walk like you. Help us to touch like you. Help us to see like you see. God, that we could see the supernatural place of their life, that we could discern their true problem. 
and not the problem on the outside. Help us love the lost, oh God. For we cry out for the spirit of the Lord. We thank you for it, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that everyone here in this house, Father, you would bless. Father, you would keep us safe in our travels tonight as we travel home. Father, you would help us endure and to persevere through this time, though the devil come knocking with temptation, trying to tell us that that which we're doing is not working. Father, we know that your purpose for us is to do this. And Father, we will stay the course because we believe. We will not lose sight of what we're doing, but we, your church, will only believe. Hallelujah. Church, that concludes our first night of prayer. Well, second night of prayer. But we will see you back here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. I let you know that the church opens at 6.30 in the morning. And if there are nights you cannot come, you are able to come during the day. And there will just be worship music playing and you can make yourself at home. But church, press forward. Press forward for 2024 looks a little different than 2023. Amen? Go get it.